Hello, I'm Art Fuller, Ph.D., and welcome to the latest episode of The 5-Minute Expert, where today we're talking about weddings, marriage, and divorce. The wedding industry, doesn't it sound a little strange to even talk about this kind of a social contract as an industry? Anyway, the wedding industry projects people will spend over $55 billion dollars in the U.S. alone in 2021 on weddings. The wedding industry has grown significantly throughout the 20th century in part due to the rise of consumerism and industry efforts to make love and romance a commodity. You'd think the more lavish the affair, the more expensive the ceremony, the greater chance of marital bliss and success. But would you be right? Before we say I do to today's topic, Let's introduce our sponsor, Not So Great Clips, Discount Discount Haircutters. Now, you may be thinking, what does a haircutter have to do with weddings? Well, everyone needs their haircut prior to a wedding. And if you've spent a bunch on your gown, tux, and reception, you may be just the person we're looking for. You think you've seen cheap haircuts? We go so low it's under the table. We're unlicensed and unregistered. We practice on your head so we can cut the next one better. That's not so great clips. Your discount, discount haircut salon. Ask about our coupon for a free best man cut. It'll save you having to buy them a gift. Weddings, roses, gowns, tuxes, beautiful music and food, diamond rings, It's all bliss. It all suggests that the start of something beautiful is about to happen. Or does it? On one hand, for $77 and a valid ID, you can get a wedding license in Las Vegas. Oh, you can frill it up if you want at one of the numerous wedding chapels around town. Add an Elvis impersonator, flowers, photographer, props, and rings. Or you can do a drive-through ceremony. These Vegas chapels now even offer live streaming of the event for family and friends, if you like. But really, it's marriage on the cheap. On the other hand, the average cost of a wedding in the United States in 2020 was $24,723, actually down from the pre-COVID-19 high of almost $30,000. It seems socially distant weddings are slightly cheaper to put on. Here's two questions we need to ask ourselves about the wedding industry. First, how did we get here? I mean, how did weddings even become an industry and the average cost reach almost $30,000? And you know, if the average is close to $30K, there are tens of thousands of weddings that cost much, much more. Second, does spending lots of money on your wedding make you happier or ensure you'll stay together longer? Intuitively, we might believe it does since these couples are building strong memories of such an eventful day. But recent studies might surprise you. First, how did weddings even become an industry? A couple of things in particular stand out. Hollywood helped commodify romance via the movie industry, and bridal magazines like Brides emerged in 1934. Brides is the oldest of these publications and was initially a free publication mailed to women whose wedding announcements appeared in the newspaper society pages. 
they promoted the necessity of having a lavish wedding for a fairy tale marriage. In 1959, they published a checklist with 22 tasks to complete and recommended brides set aside at least two months to prepare for the wedding. By the 1990s, they were recommending 12 months of wedding prep and 44 tasks on the checklist. Also in the 1930s, De Beers, the global leading producer of diamonds, created the advertising slogan, A Diamond is Forever. This has been ranked the number one slogan of the 20th century by Advertising Age and was a campaign aimed to link the purchase of a diamond engagement ring to the hope of a long-lasting marriage. It worked. Prior to World War II in Western countries, only 10% of engagement rings contained a diamond. By the end of the century, 80% did. In 2012 alone, the total spent on diamond rings exceeded $7 billion in the United States. Now to our second point. Does having an expensive wedding guarantee a long-lasting marriage? Recent studies by Francis and Milan suggest there is an inverse relationship at work here. Spending less than $1,000 on a wedding statistically decreases the chance of divorce, while spending more than $20,000 on a wedding significantly increases the risk of a couple divorcing. In fact, at least three and a half times higher risk of divorce than couples spending less than half that amount. Evidence suggests that the weddings of a couple least likely to divorce are relatively inexpensive, but highly attended by family and friends. In short, there's little proof that spending a bunch of money on rings, ceremonies, or receptions leads to a positive marital outcome. Want to stay married for a long time? Just go cheap. Your wallet will thank you later. Larry, what do you have for us from the peanut gallery today? Sylvia from White's Chapel, Kentucky, emailed us to comment on wedding expenses. Sylvia writes, We had a big fancy wedding. Live band playing country music. Barbecue spare ribs at the reception. All my bridesmaids got their dresses alike over at the J.C. Penney's. Lots of flowers. My boyfriend's uncle runs the funeral home, and Lord, we had so many flowers from recent funerals, you couldn't shake a stick at them. Harold spent a bunch of money on my engagement ring. The pawn shop said it had been left there years ago by some heartbroken man that went on to commit suicide because of lost love. And after three and a half years, we're still married. So don't tell me spending big money on a wedding don't lead to happiness. Harold, Harold, get in here and pick up your shorts off the floor. I told you to quit leaving your clothes lying around everywhere. Well, Sylvie, it sounds like you and Harold may have stumbled into true love after all. Best of luck in the future. Larry says, fortunately, in the chimp world, engagement rings and expensive weddings are not required. If two monkeys just want to get married, they just start monkeying around. Define monkeying around a little more for me, Larry. Well, you're the one who brought it up. Anyway, tell one person about the podcast today. You'll be glad you did.